hands. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I don't know what you came to do, but we came to lift up the name of Jesus. Invite somebody to church with you this morning. For God has truly been good to us. He's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Keep on inviting somebody to church with you. God is in this house. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let us bless him. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. Oh, we'll rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. Oh, I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. Hallelujah. God has been so good to us. We ask that you continue to invite somebody to church with you. Come on in the room. Get this out on your networks. We bless him. We thank him. We praise him for he has been better to us than we have been to ourselves. And we give God all of the glory for what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Our modern affirmation. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is one true church, apostolic and universal, whose holy faith let us declare. We believe in God the Father, infinite in wisdom, power and love, whose mercy is all over his works and whose will is ever directed to his children's good. We believe in Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Man, the gift of the Father's unfailing grace, the ground of our hope, and the promise of our deliverance from sin and death. 
We believe in the Holy Spirit as the divine presence in our lives whereby we are kept in perpetual remembrance of the truth of Christ and find strength and help in time of need. We believe that this faith should manifest itself in the service of love as set forth in the example of our blessed Lord to the end that the kingdom of God may come upon the earth and every heart says, Amen. Sisters and brothers, let us prepare our hearts and minds for prayer. Prayer is how we stay in constant communication and in fellowship with our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. He's the reason why we are here. He has brought us through many dangers, toils, and snares. He has brought us through sickness. He's brought us over dangerous highways and byways, the everyday hustle and bustle of life. He has blessed us, and we are here to give him the glory, the honor, and the praise. So we bless that wonderful name of Jesus. It's praying time, church, and if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. Let us prepare our hearts and minds to go to the throne of mercy and grace. We have those who are sick and shut in. We have those who need a touch from the master. And we need the spirit of the living God to fall afresh on us. How many of you need a touch from the master? Don't you know that he hears the prayers of his people? And if you need a touch from him, focus and fixate your heart and your mind on Jesus. We have those who are in need of prayer on the sick and shut-in list. Patricia Tandy, Grant Morgan, Brother Charlie Burke, Sister Marlene Wilcox, Brother Bill Wilcox, Jay Johnson, Kenny Woods, James D. Smith, Katie Duncan, Lois Coleman, Reverend and Mrs. Stewart, Cedric Kraft, Garrett O'Donnell, Karen Thompson, Annette McNeil, and Freddie Jackson need your prayers this morning. Gail Williams, Brother Oliver Moody, Evelyn Coates needs your prayers. Joyce Johnson, Barbara McGee, Erna Roberts, Brianna Grant Harris, Stephanie Smiles needs your prayers, and Sean Tucker. There may be others out there. You can type their names in, and our online audience, you can pray for those as those names are being punched in and typed in God in his omniscience knows who they are and so we are going to have prayer of intercession we can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need let us remember that the children have gone back to school they need our prayers in this community let us continue to lift one another up for God is with us Spirit, the living God, who fall afresh on me. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day, this time, and this opportunity. God, you have blessed us and allowed us to see a day in which we have not seen. Lord, you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Father, we cast aside every weight and sin which just does so easily beset us even now. Looking unto you because you are the author and finisher of our faith. God, have your way in us and through us that your name will be glorified. We're not here seeking vain glory. We're here to lift up the name of Jesus. So move by your spirit, O oh God, in this place, all over this internet. Allow your precious Holy Spirit to touch hearts and minds right now. Somebody needs to hear from you, O oh God. We thank you for the speaker of the hour, one which you have blessed and anointed for a time such as this. God, it's important and imperative that we esteem others more highly than ourselves. God, the proclamation of your truth must go forth. We gotta tell a dying world about a resurrected Savior. And you've given gifts unto us, oh God, and we're able to share and utilize one of our own today. And so we pray that you will touch her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. That the word will go forth. We thank you for the partners in ministry here at Bethel who enable us to continue to get this good news out to a dead and dying world. We thank you for those who have attached themselves through the new technology, oh God, to this household of faith. We bless you. We honor you. Touch our musicians, those who are taking part in this sacred worship experience on today. Father, we thank you for just bringing us through dangers seen and unseen, through even though it was minor surgery. God, you brought us, and I'm grateful and I'm thankful, oh God, because you are a healer. We can't take anything for granted. So I stand today as a living witness to what God can do. You can raise us up. And your mercy and your grace is shed abroad. And we, for that we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, the petition of names has gone before you. On the sick and shut-in list, move by your spirit. Touch Sister Melissa Engel too. God, you know all about her. She's fearfully and wonderfully made. But those names that were mentioned, oh God, we pray healing, we pray for peace, we pray for your grace to rest upon them, oh God. Touch our bishop, Bishop Frank J. Beard. Those who are serving in the armed forces, we know that there's chaos and confusion and conflict in Afghanistan, God, but you are a peacemaker. You can bring peace in the midst of storms. Those Marines who lost their life, we ask that you would touch their families, oh God. There's always going to be conflict because of sin and Satan, but you allow us to be more than conquerors. And through you, we have the victory. We just have to tap into that supernatural power source outside of ourselves. God, we pray that you will continue to bless and touch and protect our children, God, as they are going back to school in various locations. Allow them to feel your touch, that you are guiding them, your abiding presence. Father, we thank you. We bless you. 
We give you glory, honor, and praise. It's in the mighty, majestic, and marvelous name of Jesus Christ. We pray and believe the church of the living God says amen, amen, and amen. Our prayer response is spirit of the living God. Fall afresh on me. The living God fall afresh on me. The living God oh fall afresh on me. clap of praise thank you sister Reed for that beautiful beautiful selection we give God the glory we are blessed at Bethel to have those with many gifts and graces and talents and we thank you for all that you contribute to the body of Christ sisters and brothers we have some announcements just brief um, we're gonna we want to acknowledge uh, our August birthdays, amen. We have Tyrese Nelson, Virgil Howard, Lois Bennett McDonald, Nathan Jackson, LaCora Wholesome, Felicia Woods, Burroughs Woods has a birthday, Patricia Tandy, Norma Wadley, Constance Pruitt, Brother Larry Woods had a birthday this month, and Jaden Sanders, it's her birthday too. We give God the glory. It's good to see all of your smiling faces in the house of the Lord. And those of you joining us online, we give God the glory as we get back to some semblance of normalcy. But we do want you to know we are following the COVID guidelines. As we are in person, masks will be required. And you know the national mandate that will be taking place on tomorrow we want to encourage you to get vaccinated we want to encourage you to follow the guidelines that we can all assemble safely amen, amen. and for those of you joining us online we just ask that you continue to keep us in prayer and continue to chime in because God is doing a new thing even in the midst of a global pandemic and those who are celebrating, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge those who got anniversaries in the month of August. We got Percy and Ani Macon celebrating 51 years. Irvin and Florice Bright celebrating 50 years. And Brother Lee and Ruthie Hamer celebrated 50 years. We give God the glory for the great things that he has done. 
Sisters and brothers, marriage is symbolic of Christ's relationship with the church. We are the bride of Christ, and it's a beautiful thing. So what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Amen? Amen. Amen. We give God the glory. I'm going to ask now that our praise team, Sister Xavier, will come in her own special way. Amen. I ask that you continue to lift up Brother Justin in your prayers. He is in, uh, he's traveling abroad, amen? But keep him lifted up, amen. We all know this church. We all know we serve a mighty God, amen? Join me as we praise what a mighty God we serve. Okay, so you guys gonna do it with me. You ready? So what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before Him, heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, let's try it again. I didn't see y'all move. What a mighty God we serve What a mighty God we serve Angels, angels bow before him Heaven and earth adore him What a mighty God we serve One more again, what a mighty God What a mighty God we Giving glory to God, saints, and what a mighty God we serve. We bless the name of our living God, for he has been better to us than we have been to ourselves. Sisters and brothers, we do and would not, we would be remiss if we didn't allow you to give. Giving is very much a part of worship. Many of you will continue to 
bring your tithe and your offering to the storehouse, but this mission and ministry could not function without your support. Giving is very much a part of worship, and we encourage you, those of you who are online, to go to www.peoriabethel, and you could submit your tithe and your offering electronically. We thank you for those who continue to give. Many of you continue to mail your gifts in, and we thank you. We appreciate you, for without you, this mission and ministry would not be able to be sustained. And so we give God the glory, and he has a benevolent heart, and that's evident with many of you, how you continue to do what God has called us to do, and that's to give as unto the Lord. And so we thank you for that. Let us bless the gifts. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Sisters and brothers, our scripture text this morning, which will be our sermon text, will come from the second Corinthians, the fifth chapter and seventh verse. Reading that this morning will be Sister D. Scott, and then I'll go ahead and get this introduction out of the way now. Um, we have one who will be breaking the bread of life today and we're doing something a little different, amen. Many of you know Sister May Catherine Godhigh as our administrative assistant. But many of you may not know that Sister May Catherine Godhigh is an ordained elder in the, at the Church of Jesus Christ, the Pentecostal Church of Jesus Christ, which is the Pentecostal Assemblies of the World, amen. So she is an ordained elder in her organization, amen, which is part of the body of Christ because there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, one God and Father of us all. And so he has anointed her for a time such as this. See, we, we throw in tradition out of the way. There is a method to our madness, but when God has anointed those amongst you and given gifts, we allow them to exercise their gifts. And many of you out there might be called on. You might stand here because God is doing a new thing. Now, we stay with sound doctrine, line upon line and precept upon precept, but God is doing a new thing in this day. And so we are excited about that. Today she will operate in the role of the apostolist, the sent one, and she's going to evangelize. She's going to share the good news on today. Amen? So I'm excited because every once in a while it's good to just take in what God is doing as he blesses us. Amen? And so Bethel, we are that type of church where we can allow people to exercise their gifts without restraint and allow God because he can bless your soul. Amen. He's not just in the Methodist church. He's in the Pentecostal church. He's in the apostolic church. And our doctrine tells us that we are Pentecostal and apostolic. Why? Because we serve a resurrected Savior. And so with God doing a new thing, I'm excited, amen, about what he is doing. And I know that we serve a resurrected Savior because he lives. 
Ask me how I know, because he lives in me. And I'm glad about it. Amen. So we give God the glory on today for our sister who will be sharing with us. She is also an accomplished author. Amen. And Bethel, we have a long history and a great lineage of educators, those who are working in the healthcare field. So, amen. We are blessed above measure. And we give God the glory for each and every one of you. Amen. But I ask after Xavier comes, or I'm sorry, after Sister D reads our scripture in the text, Xavier will. Uh, provide our sermonic hymn and the next voice you will be here after Sister Xavier will be that of and I'm going to use her official title Reverend May Catherine God High Elder in the Pentecostal Assembly of the World by way of the church the Pentecostal Church of Jesus Christ here in Peoria where her proud pastor is Reverend Henry Bolden and we give God the glory Amen Point your hand to the preacher. Preach, preacher, preach. Good morning, church. Our scripture reading this morning is from 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, uh, verse 7. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. And the word of God says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. May God add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of this word. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Just 
sweet you Jesus can we put our hands together one more time and bless God in this place why because he's worthy of the praise he's worthy of the praise God has been good to us better to us than we could ever be to ourselves Bethel I greet you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus our risen Savior I honor the spirit 
of the Lord that's in this place. I give honor to Pastor Tyson T. Parks and to the lovely First Lady Coletta Parks and family, to this house, everyone here in person and on, in the extended church, and to my own pastor, Pastor Henry L. Bolden III, and my First Lady, who happens to be my daughter. They granted me permission to be here with you today, even though I'm older than them, I still, I still go to them and I ask them for their permission to leave to minister. Uh, bear with me, I want to say something publicly before we get into our message. I thank Pastor Parks for his warm introduction to all of the ecclesia that are present here today and in the audience on social media platforms. But I want to especially talk about Pastor Parks. I want to thank him for trusting me to stand, first of all, behind this sacred desk because I don't take it for granted. Secure people recognize other people's gifts and talents. In Kings 1st chapter, verse 5 and 6, even Solomon, King Solomon declared that no one cuts timber like, like the Sidonians. Thank you, Pastor Parks, for being that guy. There are many ministries in the body of Christ. One of the most overlooked ministries it's called the Ministry of Presence. When I lost my parents, Pastor Parks, Lady Parks, Sister Norma came to the house to pray with us. The saints here at Bethel were so lovely. I appreciate every card, every prayer, the phone calls, the texts, the meals. But when it come, came to the funerals of my parents, especially my mother, how many of you know that there is no loss like a mama loss? There is no loss like a mama loss. I didn't know how to live without her. I remember laying on wet, wet pillows and asking God, how do I wake up without my mama? And there would be only silence. And so the next day, I would wake up and I would ask God, how do you expect me to live? Because you have to see there is no manual to teach us how to cope with that. And even though we may be strong or we proclaim to have strength, that in those moments you realize that there was no manual ever written or prepared for you to lose mama but God. And then there was Pastor Parks. Daily, he was a source of inspiration to me and my family. Even during my meltdowns in this very office, when all I could do was arrive to work and sit at my desk and cry, his prayers carried me. And that is why I will always cherish and adore the house of Bethel 
Thank you, Lady Parks, Pastor Parks, and all of the saints here at Bethel, because your prayers sustained me. My sainted mother would travel with me to my speaking engagements. At my ordination reception in 2006, she whispered this piece of advice in my ear. She said, Cap, never make folk glad twice. Glad to see you coming and glad to see you going. Now that was the best advice a mother could ever give to a daughter. During my ministerial training, Bishop Arthur Monroe Brazier, who is now a part of the church triumph, taught us about ministry. And it is the three big threes. Number one is to be brief. Number two is to be anointed. And number three is to be seated. And because I know Bethel United Methodist Church is a praying church, I will endeavor to do just that. God is a mighty God, and we love him for who he is. Simply that, period. The young people now like to put a period behind that. We don't love him for what he gives us. We don't love him for cars or houses or land, but we simply love him because of who he is. Waking up with the world's greatest stalkers this morning, grace and mercy. The world's greatest stalkers God blessed us with. When we woke up, our, uh, woke up this morning, there was grace and then there was mercy. Hallelujah. Today my assignment is found in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For we walk by sight, faith, but not by sight. And the sermon topic is, this faith believes. And if you pray for me, I believe I'm going to preach this this morning. What is going on in this particular passage of scriptures is our cousins, the Corinthians, giving the apostle Paul a really hard time. Paul had a pressing issue, and that was the rampant immortality associated with the paganism of the Corinthian church's culture. Corinth was a large city with a lot of immigrants and through the trade markets it became a wealthy city. Now the problem Paul had with them was the church was actually rooted in the belief and the fundamental theological misunderstanding of Jesus Christ's death and his resurrection. Also, the Corinthians believed that they had died and risen with Christ. Thus, they believed that they already enjoyed the full benefits of salvation. Paul found himself preaching the truth and suffering at the same time. It is this old cliche, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. 
Yet Paul here and the apostles chose to continue to strive and to contend for the faith. This faith believes. Beloved, there is faith and then there is the faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen for it for by it the elders obtained a good report. But now the faith is the birth, the life, the burial, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. He is awesome and he is almighty. He is the eternal God. Now walking by faith, not by sight, means that we will live today, walking by sight means that we live today according to God's promises, even though we cannot see them. We do not live according to the temporary and the arbitrary things that our eyes often focus on here on earth because the earth is full of distractions. You have wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and plagues. You have the government. You have distractions of distractions. But God said don't get messed up studying these things. Your faith got to believe that there is a God and that this world we are only passing through here. My brothers and my sisters, if you want to walk by faith, first you have to release your fear to God and accept the path that he leads you down. The, this faith believes that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Shall I fear COVID? Shall I fear the war? Shall I fear man? No, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Notice, he did not say a spirit of fear, but the spirit of fear. Can I talk to you for a few moments? See what the what the spirit of fear will do. It will seek to have you paralyzed. Afraid to go to church. Afraid to go to the marketplace. Afraid to go to the bank. That's what the spirit of fear will do. The spirit of fear seeks to keep you from fulfilling your destiny that God has on your life. It will keep you from living a joyful, spirit-led existence where you can give to others out of your bosom the overflow of love and joy that's in your life. The spirit of fear will cause you now to be depressed 
depressed, paralyzed, keep you awake at night, wrestling with nightmares. But God didn't give us this spirit. The Bible says he gave us power and love and a sound mind. Now this is easier than said. But Jesus said, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. One of God's promises can be found in Psalms 46 and 5 where God promises. He says, God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. As believers, we know that every day won't be howdy howdy but the bible says that weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning what you're saying preacher it says that after the tears after the weariness after the wise God promised us joy for breakfast he said it in his word I believe it I receive it glory be to God put your hands together and bless God in this place hmm. this faith that believes that he is Jehovah Rapha the Lord will heal when you're sick just call on him this faith believes that he is Jehovah Nisi the Lord of our peace I don't care what the television is saying if you declare peace in your mind there will be peace in your home and there will be peace in your life this faith believes that he is Jehovah Sitkano he is the Lord our righteous he is right he is the supreme court the supreme judge he knows all things this faith believes that Jehovah Ra the Lord is my shepherd he walks with me he talks with me and he tells me I'm his own this Lord is my shepherd he goes with me down through the valleys he's there in the midnight hour he's our shepherd and our God this faith believes that Jehovah Shammah the God the Lord is always present and he is here right now come on and bless God The psalmist also reminds us in Psalms 143:89. It says, "Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, Lord. If I could just get through the night, you promised me that you're going to bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you." Not in the government, not in myself, not in Dr. Fauci, but in God. That's who I put my faith in. When faith comes 
there is a responsibility and accountability Jude reminds us but ye beloved build up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the Holy Spirit what are you saying God high there will be times in your life in our lives when the choir won't be there to encourage us there will be times in our lives when Pastor Parks won't be available to pray for us. But through faith, you have to learn to encourage yourself. Say it one more time. You have to learn. That's part of the testing cycle. That's part of the growth cycle that you learn how to encourage yourself. Even if, even if you have to reach back and get one of those old church hymns and sing, this is my story. Oh, you know where I'm going with this. This is my song, praising my Savior. When, sometime, in times of trouble, all the day long. Church, learn to praise God in the good times and the not so good times. Praise Him when you see Him working. Learn to praise Him when you don't see Him working. Praise Him in the valley. Praise Him on the mountaintop. And if you want to go new school, you just got to go there. Tell the Lord that I've had some good days and I've had some hills to climb. Hey, I've had some weary nights. Oh, hallelujah. And I've had some sleepless nights. But when I think things over, Sister Martha, when I begin to think about his goodness and what is done for me all of my bad days hallelujah not, they don't mean that much because my good days I weigh my bad days and I won't complain put your hands together and give glory I said I won't I won't I won't complain my brothers and my sisters this faith believes that we do not come, we did not come to this world to stay. We are just sojourners traveling through this world. We know that we are strangers and pilgrims on this earth. Our existence in this earth realm is just temporary. My heart is happy this morning. Because it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. <laughs> Glory be to God. God wants Bethel United Methodist Church to know that he is more concerned about the state of our hearts and souls than he is about pestilent plagues, wars, and rumors of wars. I stopped by to tell you this morning that normal isn't coming back. 
Jesus is. Normal isn't coming back, but Pastor Jesus is. Hallelujah. See, that's our focus. That's our focus. This faith believes that Jesus is coming back for a prepared church and a prepared people. John 14, 1 and 3 reminds us, it says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. For in my daddy's house, if it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you will be also. Behold, the Bible says in Corinthians 15 and 52. It says, behold, the word means look. Start looking. I tell you a mystery that we shall not all sleep, but we will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye and at that last trump for the trump's gonna sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed this faith believes Titus 2.13 that again here we are looking I said we're looking we're anticipating for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our God and Savior brothers and sisters I need you to understand that God's church isn't in trouble allow me to digress God's church isn't in trouble. And I'm going to tell you why. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is looking for a remnant of true worshipers and true believers. And they're here in the earth realm. Jesus said in John John 4, 23 and 14, 24, but the hour cometh now now is when true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the God for the father seek of such to worship him we must worship God in spirit and and in truth now man's church is in trouble and I'm happy to tell you why man's church seeks to worship God with its resources expecting power and favors help me Holy Ghost man's church seeks to worship God with politics and politics hallelujah man's church is void of repentance man's church seeks to worship God on its own intellect second Timothy, Timothy reminds us he says always learning always talking always knowing but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth man's church seeks to worship God with titles and self-serving ambitions and allocates that's the church that's the church 
that's in trouble. That's why Pastor Parks, we have to teach and preach the truth. We have to preach hope, deliverance, and salvation. We have to preach faith, whether it fills up a room or clears it out. Give God the glory. This faith, this faith believes. Quickly, let's look at three people in the Bible who showed exceptional faith. And I know y'all thinking I'm going to preach on Abraham, but I'm a fool ya. Let's look at the Roman soldier, Matthew 8 and 5. When entered Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with Jesus to help his paralyzed servant. Now watch this. Jesus said, shall I come and heal him? Do you want me to come to your crib? What do you want me to do here? Talk to me. And it says that the centurion replied and said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come to my house. But if you just say a word, hey, glory, if you just speak a word, my servant will be healed. The Bible says when Jesus heard this, that he was amazed. Then he turned to those who were following him and said, look here, truly I tell you, I haven't found anyone in all of Israel with such great faith as this. Then Jesus turned to the officer and said, go, let it be done just as you believed it would. And the Bible said that the servant was healed in that very moment. Now I hear the scripture Mark 5, 25 and 34 walking through my mind. Here we find the woman with an issue of blood. For 12 long years, this woman had constant bleeding. She was sick. She had, she had heard about Jesus coming to her block. This sick woman decided to make her way through the crowd just to touch the hem of his garment. Now, this is where I really need y'all to lean in. She didn't care how she looked. She didn't care how she smelled. She didn't care about the folk who had judged her. This woman had a plan. She had a plan, and she was persistent, and she got in the press. God, hi, what you saying here? When your back is against the wall, Bethel, you don't know which way to turn. You can barely make it out of bed. And your tears are endless. You need to get yourself a plan. Be persistent and press your way to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is on your block. 
Oh, yes, he is. Jesus is on the block today. And you need to make your way to him for your healing. She made it to the master and touched his rope. He looked all around. Jesus began to look around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, the Bible says that she fell in fear and trembling. She fell down before the master. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And told him. This is what gets me. He told, she told him the whole truth. Somebody say whole truth. See, when you go to Jesus for something, you can't be half-stepping. You got to tell him the whole truth. You got to say, Lord, I'm messed up. I'm totally messed up. But God, I believe you can fix me. Hallelujah. You can fix all of those. Hallelujah. From the outhouse to the White House. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me, Jesus. She wasn't shuffling, shucking and jiving. She didn't tell him that, well, this is just, you know how we do. We really be sick. Sometimes sick unto death, Pastor. You ask us, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. And you know you're not well. We got to learn to go to God and tell him the whole truth. He said to her daughter, your faith has made you whole. Ha! Now go in peace and be healed of your disease. She had faith and that believed. And she made it to the master, touched his garment, and became healed. Get this. She didn't need Jesus to touch her. Can I preach right here? Sometimes we get in situations and we say, oh, pastor, God, pastor, you got to come. Yeah, I got to come and to lay hands. Yeah, I got to lay hands. But this woman said, I didn't need Jesus to touch me. I needed to touch him. Uh-huh. She didn't need Jesus to speak towards her. You with me? She only needed to touch him and experience his power. Lastly, one of my favorite women, and this ain't even Women's Day. <laughs> then there was the Gentile woman in Matthew 15. Verses 21 through 28 says, Then Jesus went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, Have mercy on me, son of David. My daughter's possessed by a devil. I don't know what to do with her. This demon torments her severely. The Bible says that Jesus looked at her and gave her no reply. Now the disciples became irritated. They wanted Jesus to quickly to dismiss her, get her away from us. 
Gentiles. So then Jesus said to the woman, I was only sent to help the lost sheep of Israel. The Bible says this woman again, she persisted. She didn't give up. She didn't throw in the towel. But she came and she worshipped him. Pleading again, Lord, help me. Watch this. Jesus responded, It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now, in this space, Jesus, he wasn't being racist, nor was he being abusive or sexist. Uh, he says, it is written now. It's not right for me to give the children's bread and throw it to the dog. Dog was a term used by the Jews to label anybody outside of the Jewish religious community. That was their slang word. It simply meant that you were not clean and that you were unholy. You might want to lean again in, y'all. The lady replies, she said, that's true. But Lord, even the dogs are allowed to eat the crumbs that fall beneath the master's table. Now keep in mind, she's also saying this in the presence of the boys, the disciples, the folk that said, get rid of her, send her on away. She said, even, she gets the revelation. She says, even the dogs are benefited by the crumbs that fall off of the master's table. I don't know about you, but God, he, Jesus looked at and he said, you know what? Your request, request is granted. And the Bible says her daughter was instantly healed. We walk by faith and not by sight. I don't know about you, but this faith believes that all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Church, we are a lot of things I don't know this morning. But one thing I do know, that I am persuaded that death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, as I take my seat, I leave you with faith. It's not hoping God can, but it is knowing that God will. Go ahead and put your hands together and bless God for the stuff that you don't see. I mean, bless him for the stuff that you don't see, the stuff that you prayed about, the stuff that you're waiting on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your living word. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for hope. Thank you for deliverance.
God, thank you for increasing our faith this morning. Yes, Lord. This faith believes. Look at somebody and tell them that this faith believes. This, oh, you got to say it like you mean it. That this faith believes. Shall glory in this place. Hallelujah. I'm done. Hallelujah. Come on, Pastor Pop. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, God. Bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you for the faith that believes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. This faith believes. Can you say thank God for the preacher? Thank God for the word. Thank God for the power of the word. For we walk by faith and not by sight. If you believe it, it shall come to pass. Somebody out there might be sick in your body. You shall live and not die. Somebody out there got a wayward son or wayward daughter. They'll come back home. You got to give that thing over to Jesus. It takes faith. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Let us stand all over the building. Those of you out there joining us uh, via Facebook, we give God the glory for his word and the power of his word. But we are getting ready to give an invitation. Let us stand to our feet. As Sister Reed plays softly, just some invitation music that will help us. Maybe you've been struggling in your faith. Don't you know that with God you got to expect the impossible? That he makes the impossible possible through our faith. Ah, I don't know what you're going through out there, but the world is saying no, and I'm here to tell you today, God is saying yes. But it takes faith. As we surrender to him, you can't take anything for granted, my brothers and my sisters. You can be here today and gone tomorrow. But you, the way things are now, you can be here today and gone today because tomorrow's not promised. Monday, I, I went in for just a little routine, little extraction. Something, a 15-minute procedure, they say. But I was just sharing with Sister D. I said a 15-minute procedure turned into two hours. And then they were going <laughs> to... They were having such a hard time. The periodontist was having such a hard time getting the tooth out. He broke it off and said, well, we might leave the root in. It's okay. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, if we hadn't have prayed, because I asked him, I said, are you a believer? Because if you're going to put hands on me, I need to know how you connected. I, I trust the doctors, but I trust the one who empowers the doctors. See, it takes faith. <laughs> this faith believes. But I'm standing here today. I'm, I'm blessed beyond measure, but woo, you can't take anything for granted. So he brought us through it. And I'm grateful. Amen. And 
I'm still shouting hallelujah, Joe, a little song, but I can say, thank you, Jesus, I'm here. I'm grateful. And I prayed, and we prayed. Me, him, and his nurse. He said, well, I'm not really a believer, but I was raised in the Presbyterian faith. I said, that's all right. I'm going to pray. So me and his nurse prayed. But you know what? He saw something and he experienced something that my faith was unwavered because I wasn't trusting and my trust wasn't in him. It was in God. And that's how we got to be no matter what we're facing. It, it, it might seem to be minor, but let me tell you, you still better cover that thing in prayer. So we give God the glory. Thank you, Sister God High. My, I'm happy to say my administrative assistant and we do ministry. But I thank God for each and every one of you. If you're out there, a message of hope to touch Jesus, you gotta reach out. I know there are some who are struggling with addictions and afflictions. Someone got a bad diagnosis. God can heal you. You just have to believe. You got to cover that thing in prayer. And so this first call goes out. Is there one out there struggling in the faith? Where you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulder. You can come to the altar for prayer. That's how you can touch him. Because he's here. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. And you can make your way to the altar for prayer. Healing. That's the first call. The second call is this. Maybe you've been struggling, teeter-totting along the line, and you are at the brink. And you need to know that you know that you know that you know that you have the right relationship with Christ. The doors of the church are open. They were opened over 2,000 years ago, and Peter acknowledged that on the day of Pentecost because he actually opened the doors of the church and the Holy Spirit came to indwell the church, us. But you, and I want to offer an invitation to Christian discipleship, but maybe the Holy Spirit has already pricked your heart cord. You can come and symbolically give your hand to the preacher, but God has your heart. You can make your way. You can get reconnected because this faith believes. Those of you joining us online, you can connect with us with www.peoriabethel.org. You can hit that interested in Bethel tab and myself or someone from membership care will get in contact with you. We'll walk you through the plan of salvation because this faith believes. Do you believe it? Will you receive it? Today is the day of salvation and harden not your heart. It's a free gift. All you have to do is accept it. Is there one in this third call goes out? Maybe you know the Lord, but you veered off track. You can always get reconnected, redirected, reestablished in him. Rededicate this. It's never too late. Because every once in a while, I got to remind myself that I'm not making this journey all by myself. And it's all right. You can come today. You can come to the altar. We can pray with you, pray for you, and say, Lord, I need you every second, every minute, every hour. 
Do you need him to touch and fill you with his power? He's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that is at work in us. Is there one? The calls have went forward. This faith believes. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word. We thank you for the power of the word. We thank you for your messenger on today. God, touch her, feel her, strengthen her. We thank you, God, because truth went forward. So we pray that it will fall on good and fertile soil and will sprout up. We thank you for all that you have done and continue to do in and through us that we can continue to stand as a beacon of light to this community. And we ask your blessing on each and every one under the sound of my voice over this internet as well. In the name of Jesus, every heart says amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior. I Bless the name of the living God. By doxology and benediction, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Sings flow. Praise Him above all creature. Praise Him all creatures. Here below, praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise him above ye only host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Praise Father, Son, and Holy May the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us all now henceforth and forevermore of faith that believes. May he bless you and 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 bless you. Bless your outgoing and your coming back in, your down-sitting and your uprising. May he bless you going in and coming back out and going out. In the name of Jesus, every heart says a threefold.
Hallelujah. A faith that believes. Amen. Get you some sanitizer and give somebody a greet them. Amen. Amen. Follow the guidelines.